It's your radio, the future of radio. Radio. And welcome to Serious Business. We have no guests at this time, so I'm going to continue to tell you about my friend Moonsong, who got a new puppy today, and uh, she named her Rosie. From what? And she, she got a new puppy, and she named it Rosie. Yeah. And it's a miniature do- long-haired dachshund with a touch of chihuahua. Oh, my God, is that the cutest puppy you'd ever hope to see. It's just charming, and she's sweet, and she's pure black, and she's cute. So, let's chit-chat. Uh, just so you know, you can, I um, can't have the chat room open while I'm on the Skype uh, we phone. Have, we have a guest. Uh, welcome to the show, Casey. I'd like to introduce you to Pastor Aaron and his wife, Judy. Uh, they're they're living in a house divided. There is um, Pastor Aaron who is against gay marriage, lesbian marriage. Oops, they left. No, they came. Now we have three, and we have his wife Judy. Oh, it's Corey, <laughs> uh, our co-host Corey, and we have uh, Pastor Aaron's wife Judy who is for or pro gay, lesbian marriage. Um, Aaron, we're going to start with you, Pastor Aaron, and would you just give us a quickie on your thoughts about gay, lesbian marriage being legalized? Well, first off, just so everybody knows, no, it doesn't say in the Bible anything about gay or lesbians getting married. It does say, and I can quote the verse later on, that being homosexual male or female, is wrong. And as far as I knew, when we moved to this country, it was for religious purposes. We were based on the foundations of our religion, and I don't see where legalizing it is anywhere going towards what we were based on as a country. Um, Let me me ask you a a real quick question, and then we're going to go to Judy, and we're going to get a quick synopsis of her feelings about gay, lesbian marriage. Um, Pastor Aaron, how would you feel, uh, is your, part of your uh, feelings about not legalizing gay marriage is it because it is a marriage certificate issued perhaps by not the state so much as by the church? It's, no, it's more of a belief issue that homosexuality is wrong. So so you're telling, um, your, your feeling is that it is a sin for two people of the same sex to be married I'm, I'm being really careful here. If you say the wrong thing, I know. <laughs> but, oh, there's many other reasons, but the main reason is is what I believe in. Okay. Um, I'd like to. I'd like Judy to just sort of hop in here. And, Judy, tell us um, your thoughts about gay, lesbian marriage. I, my understanding is that you believe... Uh, it's okay. So could you tell us why you have these feelings? What's behind your beliefs? I'm not saying it's okay. 
But the one thing that I don't think is right is when you see two women standing up there and they have a child in their arms and they say, we cannot get health care for our child because we cannot get married. That is not right in this country. Every child has the right to health care. And is it fair to say to that child that because your parents are gay and it's woman and woman or man and man, you don't have a right to that care and underneath being married and, and, and being taken care of in this country? Okay. That's where I lie. It's, okay. it's the children's part. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. You're not going to know if I'm for gay marriage, lesbian marriage. You're not going to know if I'm against gay or lesbian marriages. I'm I'm tonight, I am your devil's advocate. So I, in response to you, Judy, and, and please feel free to bounce off of anything I say, uh, Pastor Aaron and Judy. Um, number one, in this in the United States of America, every child has access to health care regardless of whether they are from a hetero couple uh, or a gay or lesbian couple because there are all kinds of programs that will cover these children's health care. There's no reason on the face of this earth why the children in the United States of America cannot have health care if they choose to, if the parents choose to make sure that that happens. Uh, in Maine, in the state of Maine, we have, uh, what is that, Maine Care? We have uh, sliding fees in uh, many health centers across uh, Maine. And having come originally from California, I'm somewhat aware of the health care situation there. Uh, Number one, there is health care available to each and every child. So although I feel that that your thoughts about the children is a good thought and and good feelings, I have to play devil's advocate here and, and let you know, let you know, that health care is available. You just have to go out and seek it. And bottom line, you go to the emergency room. Everybody can Everybody can do yeah. that. Yeah, but if, if, they're, if, if you're working for a corporation, say I'm parent A and I'm a woman and I'm working for a corporation, I cannot get the health care that I, married couples would get. And under the company that I'm working for, that company's health care, because I am not married to my spouse, which is spouse B, who is another woman. I know there is health care for every child, but there's different levels of health care. And if you're working for a company and your child is not going to be covered in under that because you are not married, that's the type of health care that I'm talking about. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, if two um, people of the same sex are living in a situation and have a child and one or the other or either one of the adults has a job that provides health benefits, you're absolutely right. They're not going to be covered. Their child is not going to be covered. And is that that fair? No, it's not. not. I don't think it is. I don't think it's fair. I don't think that, I mean, I'm kind of torn in the middle of this because I, I don't think it's fair for that child not to have that care, but yet I don't think that they should be married. I think it should be called something else, and these companies should be made to view them as a married couple and give those children health care. How, how about, um, and this is to both of you, um, to Pastor Aaron and to his wife, Judy. Um, hey, you guys, guess what? I have to put the dinner rolls 
in the oven. That's where we're at. We're in the kitchen. And what I wanted to ask you is, I have to set the timer because I'll forget these rolls and they'll be burnt rolls. Well, while you're putting dinner rolls in the oven, Mom, I will speak now. And I, I don't have, I don't, you know, I'm sitting here thinking that the only reason Judy is for this is for health care reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be the kind of person who's going to be all rude about this because this is a serious subject. But I also believe in people having their own choice of what they want with their life. And if that's something that someone wants with his or her life, that they have the right to partake in who they want to be. People shouldn't be punished for being who they naturally become or want to be. Okay. I agree with that fully also. I mean, yeah. I do agree with that. I, I think they all have, everybody has the right. As long as they don't push it on somebody else that doesn't want to participate, they all have the right to be what they want to be. Okay. Yes, um, but marriage is, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. Marriage is also a religious ceremony, not a state or government, even though the state and the government makes their cash off in it. It is a religious ceremony, which should have nothing to do with the government. Okay, I have, uh, before I pose my question, I have KZ in our chat room, and her her question or her statement, which you both can address, is this, and I quote, is it lawful that the government rule on a matter of faith and morals? Aaron, would you like to start? There's such a time lapse I'd like to be honest, there's a separation of church and state. No, it isn't right at all for the government to even put this to vote because it is a matter of faith, not a matter of government. Okay, Judy? I feel exactly the same way. I feel exactly the same way. I, I, it should be a separation of state and church. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not right. They shouldn't be. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to say before I had to put, I'm making, I'm making sub buns. Um, what I, the point, the statement I wanted to pose to the two of you is, how would you feel if it was not if two people of the same sex were to be um, considered not married? What if they were to have the legal right to sign, perhaps, papers of commitment, which means that they are committing themselves to each other? for a lifetime. Uh, so instead of being legally married, which to me is a Christian-based uh, belief, how would you feel if if they had to sign papers of commitment to each other? How would that be? How would you feel about same-sex couples being together then? I have been saying that all week that it should be designated as something else but then have the same benefits as a married couple. I've been saying that all week. And there's to just leave the church out of it. There's just as many cons to that idea as there is to the government themselves handling it because it would still be something that our court systems would have to handle for divorce type, even though I guess they wouldn't call it divorce. The schools would... The schools would start teaching that homosexuality is all right. Christian families would get rather upset. As happened in Massachusetts, there was a Christian family who took their kids out of school. 
and the father got arrested just because they were teaching homosexuality is all right in kindergarten. Well, well, I'm going to go back to the little religious point that you have, Aaron. If marriage is a religious thing, then should non-religious people be able to get married? Okay, now, and I'm going for anyone there. Think about that. So, so let's say I say let's. I'm not saying I don't believe, but let's say just for this story that I think there's no God and I have no religion. I can't get married now to anyone, whether it be man, woman, animal. I can't get married because Ew. I'm not religious. Okay, Ew. so... Go ahead, um, I stand that honestly? Yes, honestly. A, a minister does not really have the right to ask you if you're religious when you come to a minister to say... Hey, sorry. We do okay, have the well, right to ask you if you're homosexual, but we don't have the right to ask you if you're religious. But if you're saying that it's a religious thing, then it's kind of saying that if you're religious, you can do it. If you're not religious, you can't. So it goes along with the if you're gay, you can't thing. And I, I feel I feel bad for the people that get the torture through this out in California, what they've been going through out there terribly because I know someone who got married out there, and now they're trying to revoke their license. I feel terrible for them. I wish them all the best. But I'm starting to think now that people who aren't religious shouldn't get married then. And if you want my honest opinion... I want your honest I don't opinion. Believe, I don't believe that non-Christians should be able to get married. Oh, Because so, so it is let's, religion. Let's, Welcome to the United States of America. If you are non-Christian, you are no longer allowed to be married in this country. Go to another country. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> well, that sums I, it I, up. I, on the next I, one. That's pretty good. I have to, uh, for our, our listeners, our guests in our chat room, um, I don't know if you, that was our co-host, Corey. Corey's 16 years old, and as you can tell, he's, he's not uh, your ordinary teenager. He's so, at times, he's, uh, very mature for his age. He, he is homeschooled, and um, he did go to a Christian school for the first eight years of his life, and uh, I think that's a wonderful thing, and hopefully he thinks so too. He was always a high honor student, and uh, in the ninth grade, uh, he chose to become homeschooled, and that's what we've done for the last two years. Um, as you can see, Corey is um, opinionated but then show me a teenager that isn't, and I'll show you a teenager that uh, doesn't get out of bed. Um, Corey has some, some pretty good thoughts there, and, and to tell you the truth, Corey, um, I assume that you're listening uh, to me since I'm your mom. Um, it makes me proud that, that you think things through, and, and that sounded pretty well thought through to me, and, and I think you had... Uh, uh, Judy, um, our listeners, Aaron, and myself, just really uh, paying attention there. Um, Aaron, that was um, Aaron. I'm going to address you now. Um, your response surprised me. Um, I don't, I don't believe that you have to have 
If you are a person in the United States of America and you are a woman and you want to marry a man, you do not have to be married in a church. You can be married by um, Justice of the Peace. You can be married by a town clerk. You can be married by um, a person who is uh, is just a notary republic with the uh, with the tactile ability to marry you. So, just here's my feeling. This is me. I'm not playing devil's advocate right now. I'm just saying I don't feel that you have to be Christian to marry another person. That person being of the opposite sex. That's my feeling. Well. I'm I'm also talking church wedding. I'm not talking justice of the peace or anything like that. To have a church ceremony performed by a minister, I feel that you should be a Christian. Okay, and I would assume, this is just an assumption on my part, but I would assume that probably 95% of the people who are married in a church are most likely, undoubtedly, Christians. And, and that's because that is why they would choose to have a church wedding. Those that choose to be married uh, outside of the church by the state, it's completely legitimate. Um, they're not married in the eyes of God if they are non-Christian. And if they're non-Christian, they don't care. Correct? Right. Right. So, so just, to, just to clear up... Uh, Perhaps you know people didn't understand what you were saying that if you're not Christian, don't you can't get you don't believe it's correct to get married. So bottom line is, it's okay to get married if you're not a Christian. It's not okay to get married if you are same-sex marriage. Correct? Is that have correct. I pretty much covered what you what what you're saying? Correct. I, as I said, justice of the peace and all that. That's fine. I, if you're a non-Christian, mm-hmm. I, I'm talking me personally about church marriages. Okay. So that's what I needed to clarify is that you're talking about marriage and church because I don't want people to think that you're just, you know, saying, oh, you're not Christian, you can't get married. We need to let people. We need to pinpoint so people know where you're coming from. I know, i got to keep remembering, too, you know me, Corey knows me, and Judy knows me, but the people listening don't. Exactly, and that's why I needed to clarify that. I know you, and if you told me I could never get married, I think I'd be quite a little bit aggravated. You think so? Oh, I aggravate you all the time. I aggravate you all the time. That's That's why you're my brother. Okay, so I, I think what I think. Go ahead. Jay. I think what Corey, uh, what Corey's trying to say, and the feelings that I have is, if this country was founded on religious belief, it also was re- founded on freedom, and the freedom to be who we want and do what we want and be who we are. But don't you? And I don't think anybody should take that right away from us. Don't you believe, do, do you believe, and this is just a question, and, and feel free, any anything I ask you, you are not required to answer. If you feel that it's not something you want to, to talk about or debate, please say so, and nobody will be offended, okay? Um, that You need to know that. Mm-hmm. But don't you perhaps feel that um, God did not put man and woman on earth 
so that woman would be with woman and man would be with man. Why would he make two of us? I mean, we kind of plug into each other, so to speak. I'll probably get one for that, won't yes, I? I <laughs> so, yes, so, so I do. What do. But the circumstances where that, how do I say this, uh, where that uh, man has done certain to woman, so woman doesn't look at them the way they should anymore. It's, 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 God may have intended that, but through things that happen, that's not always the way it works. Nothing's perfect, you know? Nothing is, absolutely not. I, no. I, I don't know how to explain it, you know. This, I, I, people, people say that... People say that you're born lesbian or you're born gay, and I don't think that's always the case. I don't think it's, it may be with some people, but I also think it's the experiences they go to and people who they get along with the best is the way it turns out a lot of times. And I I don't think it was planned that way, but just, you know. Okay, jump in there, Aaron. You obviously need to jump in there. Well, if God had meant it, I'm going to just jump into a small verse in the Bible that already shows that Christian why Christians do not believe in homosexuality. It's Leviticus 18:22, do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. That is detestable. Okay. It goes on to say other things that are detestable. Like, do not lay with an animal, stuff like that. But and, that and one verse there, I I think, sums it up. Well, I... I, well, I go ahead. Go ahead. All, all I have to say, adding on to this, is what if they're not in it for the aspect of... What if they're in it because of who they are, who they're connected with? You have to find the person you're most connected with in your lifetime. And what if that person is most connected with a man or a woman most connected with another woman? They might not be in it for the sex aspect of it or the sexual aspect of it. They may look at them like it's one person looking at another person, like they have a heart and feelings and emotional for that person. And that is what it's about, is the fact that you're told to love, and there's many different ways to love. They may love differently than we love, and that is all right in many respects. You do not fight that. Number one, is that beeping, them censoring you? Oh, I don't have any beeping here. Uh, I heard beeping? somebody's phone beep like they were dialing. No, I don't have that. Um... I can truly say, even if they're with it because they're soulmates, if it's man and man or woman and woman, that makes them homosexual, which makes what? that okay. wrong in God's eyes. Okay, I have a question. Even if there's no sex involved, that makes there, them, I, I don't understand that. How can it make them homosexual? Okay, you just no jumped on involved. my question. Uh, that, that was pretty much okay, my uh, question to Aaron was, okay, what if you have companionship? Uh, for instance... Two ladies in this town are my very best friends. We are together an awful lot, an awful lot. Um, I know all about them and their heartbreaks and their happinesses. They know all about me and my heartbreaks and my happinesses. Uh, If circumstances were such that uh, we, like the Golden Girls on TV, that we all live together such as that, and there was no sex involved, what would you call that? 
That I call Freddie, but I'm feeling that he was talking more like life mates, which would make them partners. But, but you know, having a deep. What if they aren't having sex? That's that's a hard one to answer. Any way you look at it. See, see what what homosexuality boils down to. Bottom line of hom- homosexuality is sex. Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it okay? Is it not okay? That's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line of every bill that's out there to make uh, lesbian, gay, marriage legal or to ban it. That you know you can go through all the words that they put in all these these bills that they write and these uh, laws that they're trying to make. And uh, bottom line is, is it okay for males to have sex together? Is it okay for females to have sex together? That's the bottom line, isn't it? Well, there's, it's a little deeper than that. And that yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, definitely. I have um, a, a lady in the chat room. Uh, I'm going to read to both of you, or all three of you, or all of you, what uh, KZ says. KZ says, we just elected a president and showed we no longer see color in America, but now do we have gender barriers? When is the religious, when is the religious right going to cut us a break? And then she um, also says, there is nothing in the Bible about lesbians. Why? So you want to take on the first question, and then then we'll hit the there is nothing in the Bible about lesbians. So the first question is, we no longer have a color barrier in America, but we do have gender barriers. When is the religious right going to cut us a break? Okay, who wants to take it? Judy, Aaron? Oh, you want to go first, Judy? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll quit hitting him. Oh. Okay, the... um. When is the religious world going to cut them a break? Well, yes, actually, if I was to dig far enough, it also says do not woman should not lie with woman, in which that's in Leviticus also. I just forgot to write that one down. Um, but I don't think the religious world has to cut them a break when it is a sin. We look at it as a forgivable sin, just like... Any sin is forgivable, but cutting a break, I guess I don't understand that. Okay, Kitty, if, um, KZ, if you would like to, um, to, uh, be a little more specific about what kind of break you, you're looking at or thinking about, uh, I can, I can ask, uh, our guests that. I'm going to say something because I'm here with a group of people who are all listening very consciously to this show. And one of our four speakers on our panel has said, why should, despite the percentage of religion to religion to non-religious people, why should the non-religious people fall and have to live under the principles of the religious people? The presumption that you have to follow their principles, their written word. That... 
And that's what the panelist says. My personal opinion is I agree. We shouldn't be living under one rule for every person because you can't... Now, also, there are a lot of gay and lesbian Christians out there, okay? There's a lot of people that go to church that are gay and lesbian, okay? It's... Yes, it's a subject that... No. Well, it's, a, it's a very controversial subject. I mean, it um, is a very personal I, subject. Go ahead. The, the gay and lesbian Christian thing is a myth. You are not classified as a Christian if you are gay or lesbian by, well, 99% of the population of um, ministers. Okay, then that leads me to ask that question. That leads me to ask a question. Um it doesn't if you are gay or if you are lesbian and you believe in God then how can you not be a Christian? Um it seems to me that that God says that all you have to do is believe and have faith. And he doesn't And and for better. forgiveness for your sins. Well, um, I'm sure that we all have our sins, and we all do ask, and, and that would lead me to believe that, regardless of whether I was gay or lesbian, that if I believed in God, and I had faith that there is a God, that being a human with faults, then I would be asking forgiveness for my Mom. sins. Well, uh, yes, Corey, I'm going to let Corey go. No, if, me no, if you're gay and lesbian and you believe that there's a God, you're not a Christian, you just believe there's a God, and something in your mind tells you there's 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 no God over time. That's what Aaron's saying. Aaron, speak. What, what I'm saying is, you have to have faith, that's one. You have to have belief, that's two. But you also have to repent. And to repent means that you ask for forgiveness for that sin and are going to try not to do that sin again. If they're well, in a relationship, they can ask forgiveness all they want, but they're going to redo the sin over and over and over. That's why we do not believe there are gay Christians. I can beg for forgiveness for everything I've done wrong in my life time and time again, yet it's going to happen sometime again down the line. So let's just tell some gay person to beg for forgiveness every night and then... Then, then it's good, you know. I think they should just be able to be happy, have what they want in their life. And if they believe in God, they believe in God. They have a right to believe in God. They have a right to call themselves a Christian, whether or not they are gay, lesbian, or otherwise, or straight. I mean, straight people are obviously allowed to be religious because they've been that way for years. And I feel like you're treating them as another one of the panelists and I've been discussing here. I feel like that you're treating them like they're the worst sinner of all. I can go out and kill a hundred people right this very second, and I will be loved more than a gay person would be loved. And you'd be able to get married. And I'd be able to get married. No, I, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. No, I never said <laughs> I never said that. I said repentance means to ask for forgiveness and try not to do that sin again. Murderers, okay. they can repent, and if they try not to murder again, they're forgiven. But if they do it again, if they willingly, knowingly go out and say, I'm going to do it again, even though they ask for forgiveness, 
They're, are they truly forgiven? Probably not. Okay. How a... can you say what you say against gays and people like that without being judgmental? It says right in the Bible that it's a sin to be judgmental. To feel the way that you're feeling about them, you are being judgmental. Thank you. I have Thank a you, question Judy. from the chat room. Okay. Um, KZ would like has this question. What did Jesus say about homosexuality? Chapter and verse, New Testament. Do you have that at your fingertips or stored away somewhere in, in your gray matter? I don't have it off the top of my head, but okay. I, I know he did quote the same one I said in Leviticus. He has quoted that in the New Testament. Okay. Um, and to hit to hit on that point of being judgmental, if you're following the Bible, you're following your belief, and I don't think that's classified as being judgmental. Okay. Um. I I received an email from from someone, and uh, I shared it with a few people. And uh, I was actually going to share that with you, so we're just going to have to wait a minute because I think the sub rolls are done and have to come out of the oven. A little okay. touch of homey there, you know. Yes. So, well, Corey, take it over. Okay, well, I'm taking it over now to talk. And I have to mention one of my heroes who spot this being judged for ages and I hope he doesn't kill me for mentioning him, but Chad Michaels no out in California, and everyone knows him because he's a public figure, but Chad Michaels out in California has been one of the active fighters of this, and he's kind of a hero in the sense of how much he's worked, and he's not in this for the physical aspect of it, but his mate is someone who is another man, and he is somewhat religious, often not really fully religious, but he has a belief in different things in this world. And see, I think this whole thing, we've got a good thing going. We've got judging is wrong, which judging is wrong. You shouldn't judge a gay person for being gay. Don't judge a book by its cover or we by what they do under the covers. Excuse me? We are all of God's children, no matter whether we are gay or we are straight. And to be feel in the manner that you know you're judging them, we are all God's children. I, it's, it's just being judgmental. I'm sorry. Okay, I got a good question myself. Then, totally non-Christian question is: question is, do behaviors deserve rights? If ever amongst consulting adults that agree with it yes i do think so other other bad behaviors no this is consulting adults where is it wrong i'm talking about talking murder is a behavior homosexuality is a behavior theft is a behavior do they get special rights because they're thieves or murderers actually actually i'm going to jump right in there um and say you know what in a sense Prisoners do have special rights. Um, if you look at our prison system and how much it costs taxpayers to pay 
to keep each individual uh, prisoner locked up and in health and fed and housed. Um, I'd say they they, uh, have some pretty good rights. Some of them have more rights than we do. They may not be able to leave the facility, but they get sick and they have immediate health care. I think that's a pretty good right. I have another question, um, or actually it's a statement and a question. Um, KZ says, God sees all sin equally, so homosexuality or lying are equal. That's a question. Aaron, you can start. I didn't hear the question. You actually cut out. God sees all sin equally, so homosexuality or lying are equal. And that is a question. Homosexuality or lying are equal? Question mark. Well, that's actually a question or a statement. It's basically true. God (laughs) sees all sin equally. That's a statement. So, homosexuality or lying are equal. So, so your answer um, is the same as mine would be. Yeah, they are obviously equal. If God is if God sees all sin equally, then the sin of lying, homosexuality, um, murder are all equal. But we're also putting, um, by that question and by our answers, we're also saying that um, homosexuality is a sin. So, so, you know, we have to say, yes, homosexuality is a sin in order to answer that in the affirmative. Right. And that's the debate. Is it is is or is it not? Judy, what do you think? Hmm. Well, I'm I, that's to kind of a tough one because <laughs> it's kind of a tough one because I think I think lying would be more of a sin. I'm sorry. I think it would be more of a sin. I. I, I just, it, it, this is a very, very hard topic for me from, because of my history, and, and that would be another whole program altogether, and Erin knows that. So it's just, I, I don't view homosexuality as being a bad thing, I'm sorry, among homosexualities. I don't. Now, as asked earlier, just off the top of my head, about what Jesus had to say about it in the New Testament? Mm-hmm. I didn't find that, but I did find in the New Testament where it's a teaching after Jesus was crucified. And it's in 1 Corinthians, and it's 6-9. Corey, excuse me, Aaron. Corey, um, I, have an echo. I have an echo, I think, from... Um, I'm hearing Judy Judy's uh, last statement coming from your end. I think just like a I minute after it happens. Yeah, I don't. Well, know. Well, that's how my panelists are listening to it. I apologize. Okay, I, I just wanted to be aware and, and to see if there's anything we could do. Okay, Aaron. Go I'm, ahead. Aw- I'm trying to stay away from that as well, so they can hear it. We're doing this discussion outside of it too, so okay. I apologize for that. Okay, Aaron, go ahead. I, I was just trying to correct that because okay. I was hearing Judy instead of you. I heard that echo too, and I was wondering. But it's, as I said, it's First Corinthians six nine. Uh, 
and excuse my reading out loud, I'm still not good at it. Do you know not do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders. And then it goes on to say thieves, drunkards, slanderers. So that there even in the New Testament. And then if you go down to verse 12, it starts more about sexual immoralities. Now, that's sexual. Now, is that sexual as in the actual act of having sex or sexual as in gender, though? That is not stated. So technically, if they're not having sex, then they should be okay if it's... If I'm going out on a total wrong direction, please let me know, but... Oh, we will. This is kind We're of good where... On the same radio show as my brother and my mother, no wonder I don't ever get a word in. Um, a word in that isn't contested. Um, okay. KZ says in the chat room, and, and I quote, For sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. Romans 6.14 The law referred to in Leviticus is voided in the New Testament. Then she continues on, So God loves no one according to 1 Corinthians 6, 9. I must say this will give you some food for thought. When when uh, when the show is over, I have a feeling that Erin uh, will be um, doing some, some reading. Am I correct? I'm still going to read further into this. I, I have no doubt. When they say the old laws, they mean the old laws of Moses, yes. But in Corinthians, First Corinthians there, it points out what sins that you do that God doesn't like, and then it goes on to tell you further on in First Corinthians, it tells you that if you repent from these, you are forgiven because Jesus died for you. Okay. So let's let's get down to brass tacks here. Um, we have a bill in the state of Maine coming up uh, to make marriage between lesbians and gays legal. In the chat room, I would like to know if you believe this is, if you are for it or against it. And you can type it in, and, and then I can see, and, and I'm not going to read them out I, um, on the air. But just for curiosity's sake, I would like to see if you are for or against legalizing homosexual marriages. How many people so are in the chat room? I don't know, not very many. Well, I'm not standing by the chat room, Five. but I'm going to take a personal vote here amongst the people here about are they against or for it. Okay, go for it, Corey. Against or for gay and lesbian marriage? Not for. 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 
<laughs> Rob, are you against or for? Okay, so it's kind of across the board here, and my opinion, once again, I am for it because of the sake of people's happiness, people's rights to have freedom in this country. This country is for freedom to do what they wish, not freedom to be told what to do because of religion stepping in and kicking them in the face. How, how, about, how about, you know, there's separation of, there's separation of state and church. Um, okay, church can go one way, state can go the other way. Don't be rude to me because you have to come home. I know I have to come and home. You to have you, to Mom. live with me, so I know so, I have to um, live with you. So be be. And she cooks the meal. But I'm just saying. Well, not all of them. Once again, it should be like totally apart in the fact of they need to leave people alone. Part about the religion thing, but other than that, I have. I think religion gets in the way of a lot of things, to be honest. And I'm not against religion. I just have to say that it does get in the way of a lot of principles of people's life. Well, let, let me ask you and everybody this question. I started to say that there's a separation of church and state when you jumped in to make your little uh, uh, whatever you said. And, and I did listen. It's just that I'm brain dead sometimes. But, you know, we had this one person who instigated taking... Uh, um, the Pledge of Allegiance, God Bless America, and all of that out of schools. And um, courthouses used to have signs and statuary that were uh, religious. Some of them were um, verses from the Bible and so on, and they're starting to remove those. Not starting, most of them have been removed from state houses and, and so on and so forth. Uh, that's that's uh, totally on the other side. It has nothing to do with homosexuality, other than the fact that the separation of church and state. You say that the, that the church interferes in some beliefs of some people. I'm sure it does. Don't you think that that the state jumps in and and takes over an awful lot of things that uh, they shouldn't be putting their fingers in? Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, let know, me point out. Let me point out that there's a separation of church and state, and in the states that gay marriage is legal already, if ministers refuse to perform a gay wedding, and they don't come up with a reason except for it's a gay wedding, they lose their tax-exempt status, the minister gets fined, and the minister can be put in jail. So the state's still interfering with the church, too, in that respective. Well, I, you know, this is a great country that we live in. I certainly would prefer to live here with all of our faults. Uh, well, you guys. To, uh, what, Corey? I've got to sign off, but I will still be watching the discussion, and I will kind of write in my little afterwards, probably into the chat room. So thank you guys for having me once again. If you don't mind me putting out a shameless little plug, check me out at CoreyAL.com. Everyone have a great night, and remember... Don't judge, don't hate, and let everyone have peace and happiness on this very earth. Thank you, and good night. Good night. I love you, and when are you coming home? I have no clue. Good night. That was rough. And he hung up before you could say anything else. Nah, he, he knew I was going to ask him. I always ask him. He'll be home about midnight. But he doesn't want to say that.
but that's okay. Cause I don't want that age. If I stayed out that late, I used to get in trouble. Um, actually, because you got up and went to school the next day, he is homeschooled, so there's a difference. He's running a business, and he run, manages to run that pretty good. So, you know, I don't have too many complaints. But we have about 10 minutes or so left. So I'd like to get to the bottom to the bottom line on this. Um, KZ says uh, uh, for equal rights for all, and um, you know that's that's pretty cool. I do believe there should be equal rights. I do not I do not um, know what uh, the correct term would be, but I think that uh, the word marriage makes a lot of people pretty unhappy. Uh, the majority of people. I think that um, if people were to actually sit down and think this through and um, if they wanted to call these um, relationships uh, and to make them legitimate, they could have um, papers called committal papers, and I don't mean um, the kind that you used to go to AMHI or or the nut house. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, papers of commitment to make it a legitimate thing so that there is equal rights. Um, as long as you don't come shove yourself, your sexual life in my face, I don't care what you do with who. That's that's my personal feelings. Um, I have, um, I, I need to be real careful here. I know, I have friends who, um, are gay, and um, they have since moved to Florida, but whenever they come back to me, they always stop to see me and to see Corey and Walt, and uh, one of the fellers is uh, a magician, and he used to pull quarters out of Corey's ears, and I wish they'd been $100 bills and I got to keep them, but that's beside the point. Just so Um, you know... Judy's phone got out. Okay. Um, Mine probably will pretty soon. But I have the other one right here, just in case. Um, I have a person in my neighborhood who is gay, uh, lesbian. um, And we get along quite well. And we chat. And we're just normal people together. We talk, we chat, we laugh. Sometimes she ticks me off. I'm sure I tick her off. But it has nothing to do with her bedroom life. You know, we're neighbors. And so I don't know my feelings. I don't know my thoughts about this. It's something that I really have to give thought to. Uh, I personally would prefer it wasn't called marriage because that to me is being married in the eyes of God. I think that um, if this is to come about, which, you know, I have no doubt that it will, um, that they, they need to have another way of addressing what it is called. And bottom line is when their number's up, um, they're the ones that have to face God. It's, it's them that's going to be there. It's their book of life that's going to be open before them. And uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, 
it is my feeling that we treat others as we choose to be treated, regardless of race, color, creed, persuasion, um, because it it is it behooves us to be kind and caring, regardless of who is on the other side of it. Uh, convicted killer Ted Bundy. Um, I would find it very difficult to be kind and caring to him, although I realize he's dead, but I'm just saying that's the kind of person that I would find it difficult. So needless to say, I would not have made it a point to go to prison to visit him. Uh, on the other hand, you take somebody that who whose sexual persuasion is different than mine, um, I probably would not hesitate to chat or laugh or, or cry with that person if they were in pain. Um, I think that God put each and every one of us on this earth to be the best person that we could possibly be. And I think that that person needs to be able to care, love, forgive, and that's pretty much what I think. Aaron? Well, I'd like to say I'm, other than it's a sin, I still have friends that are gay. I, other than they sin, I have nothing against them. I talk with them. I joke with them. They keep what they do pretty much to themselves. I really don't want to know any of the details. They don't touch me. I don't get upset with them. But I don't think that they should, where it's a behavioral choice, have a right to get married in God's eyes. Well, many people, many different lives, um, when when we are um, conceived, we are both chromosomes. We are male and female until the decision is made, and then you either become female or you become male. That's the norm. That's the percentage of the norm is you, um, as you grow within your mother's belly, you start out as male-female. And after a while, the decision is made and you become one or the other. Um, who's to say that that medical science isn't correct, that some people are born and those that that separation didn't work properly. Uh, as a matter of fact, it leads me to, um, oh, what is the word I want? Morphodite? Is that the word I want? Where somebody is born? Um, yeah, 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 that's... Okay. Uh, that is somebody that has the genitals of a male, I believe. And a female. And of a female. And so, you see, things can happen. Medically speaking, physically speaking, these things can happen. And so who's to say that if you are gay or lesbian, that it isn't for real? It isn't because you choose to be that way any more than I chose to be a woman or you chose to be a man. You are who you are. So it it must be, ooh, we only have four minutes left, uh, so I'm going to um, cut this short. 
I'm going to read you one more thing from KZ. Um, Jesus said, These things I command that you love one another, John 15:17. And, you know, bottom line, KZ, that pretty much covers it all. And uh, we love one another. And that's all we can do. And it's a sin to not forgive as much as it is to judge. So, KZ agrees with Lowy, God will judge, and that's that's pretty much it. It's not for us to judge um, what we're trying to do, what the, the state and the government is trying to do is be fair, I think. Um, and we, we have to abide by the laws, whatever they may be. Um, we are normally given a right to voice our opinions. And um, hopefully, you know, um, bottom line, it all works out. Erin, I would like to thank you and Judy for joining us tonight. Um, perhaps after uh, the, the law is passed, whether it's pro or or, or nay, uh, perhaps uh, we can get back together and, and uh, chat a little more. Uh, do, a do a reunion little, show. Do a reunion show. Um, next week we'll be here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We invite you all to come back. Do we know what we're going to talk about? We don't have a clue yet, but I guarantee you that, if nothing else, it'll be interesting. It always is on serious business and sometimes not so serious. Uh, Kitty, Sobe, Corey, Corey, thank you for showing up. Um, most of our other guests have left, and I'd just like to say thank you all very much. It's been very good. It's been eye-opening, don't you think, Karen? Yes, I do, and um, if anybody's interested in learning more about my ministry, it's a, it's Power of Life. You can Google that, and you'll find me. Go ahead and give us your website if you'd like. It's at www.power-of-life.info. Okay, I'm putting it into the website. Um, I usually just tell them to Google it because it's easier than me, to, me trying to say it out. <laughs> Yeah, well, this way we've got it. We've got it right in there. Um, be sure and visit Corey live. Uh, Corey has a radio show pretty often. I can't even tell you when. I, it just seems like it's every night to me. And um, he about nine o'clock. Has, about nine o'clock. He also has a MySpace. If you want to Google Corey, you can Google Corey uh, Lejern and. Uh, KZ says, good job, Pastor. So Thank you. And he says, thank you. But I bet you heard that, KZ. How about that? And uh, it is 44 seconds and counting down. The temperature in Richmond, Maine, is 22 degrees, and it's going to get colder. We had some spitting snow this afternoon. How's the weather up in your area? We're getting your snow. Um, you expect to get some inches? I missed the weather tonight because I was preparing for the show. Uh-huh. Well, it's just supposed to get bitter cold here. So uh, hopefully that's all we get is just cold. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. We have 13 seconds remaining. I'm going to be closing the chat room in five minutes. Erin, thank you. Please thank your lovely wife. Uh, you both were very good guests, and, and I hope that we all learned something. Uh, I'm just air. here to open people's eyes. Okay, we're off the air. So, okay. thank you, hon. It was a good, it was a good show. And did I? How did well, I do as devil's advocate? Pretty good. Well, okay. Okay. You know, you'd never make, you'd never make good cop, bad cop. Well, I, I don't want to be good cop, bad cop. I just, you know, we're here to make people. Uh, we're here to make people uh, think. And it doesn't record when we're off air, does it? I sure hope not. So, oh, okay. But I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> It says the show is not streaming. I don't believe that it does, but I don't know that. Perhaps it would be best to say what we have to say on IM. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on MSN in probably about five minutes. I forgot to bring my Kool-Aid in here, oh, so I had well, nothing to drink. I was getting dry mouth. Yeah, i got to go go potty and take care of my buns and stuff. So I'll talk to you yeah. later, sweetie, I, okay? Yeah, i got to let the dog in, too, so okay. it'll That's be a few. Okay, bye-bye. Yep, bye.
some death. Why? Uh, I don't exercise when the coffee is spilled. Nobody's going to. That's my background. That's my background. Prozac. Oh. Pill for the crazy. Good idea. I was right in the middle of my show, so it's kind of hard to do. Uh, I would suggest that you cut them apart with a, like a knife. Because they came out pretty bad. Well, that's because they're so hot. Huh? That's because they were still too hot. Well, I even so.
Yeah, they were. Speedless to boot.
You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com.